morning, guys. This is Sean today. Welcome to the show. This is episode 61 of the Weekly Briefly. I'm your host, as always, Sean Blanc, uh, and I'm here. It's Kansas City. Uh, we're entering into one of my favorite, favorite seasons of uh, the Midwest. Kansas City is uh, like the rainy season, and we just get these torrential downpours, just crazy rainstorms. And uh, we had like a small one last night, you know, like on the scale of of one to ten, it was like a you know five or so. So not not huge, um, but definitely you know the lightning, the thunder, the rain coming down. And so it, we're just entering in to that you know the rainy season here in KC, and uh, I just love it. One of my favorite things about living here. I'm from Colorado originally, um, so there's there's definitely not a lot that you can do to kind of replace the mountains. Uh, you can take the man out of the mountains, but you can't take the mountains out of the man. So I'm, I'm, I'm always missing uh, Colorado, that's for sure. Uh, I've been in Kansas City for like 12 or 13 years now. Um, no, like 14 years, I think. Oh, whatever, who cares? Uh, but I will say that the the rainy season, you know, when I eventually, I'm sure my family will move back to Colorado someday. And I'm, I, I'll be, you know, in Colorado talking about, oh, I miss, I miss the rain is in Kansas City. So that's, you know, the grass is always greener, right? So today I want to talk a little bit um, about this idea. Uh, I love the way Seth Godin puts it. He calls it dancing with your fear. And um, I've been writing my website, SeanBlanc.net, for four years now. Full-time, four years has is, is been my gig. So I'm like, I'm sitting in this chair. I need, I've, I've, I've freaking had this stupid chair for four years. This is, it's not an ergonomic, it's like a, it's a junk chair. It's a piece of crap. And I'm, I'm sitting in it right now. I, I have a standing desk. I go back and forth. Um, but usually when I'm recording the longer Sean Today shows, I prefer to sit down. Um, whatever. So I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm doing the show on my, my stupid chair. I need to just go by. There's like so many options. Have you ever researched ergonomic chairs? Good grief. It's, uh, it's, it's a nightmare. I mean, there's like 9,000 chairs and they're all going to cure cancer. Um, so the, you know, the stress for picking out a nice ergonomic chair is astronomical. I can't keep up with it. So that's why I'm still in, in this crappy chair. It's, it's, it's amazing how much, uh, laziness and, um, you know, momentum or whatever, you know, will will just keep you going forever with, with something horrible. I need to just go get one. Um, but anyways, so today's show, four years, I've been doing shamalk.net for four years. And uh, in that time, I've launched a few new products. I've, I've launched a few new websites, um, and 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 things have kind of gotten to uh, like it, it's like holy cow, it's working. I'm, I'm still here. I think I read a statistic that most small businesses fail within the first four years. Like that's kind of like the initial time frame, and then that usually um, most small business entrepreneurs um, the they're in the like intense building season for usually like the first four to five years. And I've, I've kind of, kind of just picked this up as little nuggets here and there. I'm, I'm reading all these books and we'll get into this in a minute. Um, I've been reading a whole bunch of books, uh, as I've been doing research and, and, and building, uh, the, this power of focus life, the book, and then I'm building this focus course as well, which we're going to talk about on today's show. And all the, I, I just 
kind of catch some of these little just off the handcuff remarks from some of these people that are writing books or some of the interviews with these people that are entrepreneurs or, or business folks who've started their own company. Um, and a lot of them just, you know, small business owners and, and nothing huge. And, you know, some of them started something small and it grew bigger. But there's just sort of this off the cuff comment of like, yeah, those four to five years where I was first, you know, really focused on building my business, um, you know, and now I'm, I'm back into like the normal pace of life. And it's, it's, it's like that kind of a comment is really common. Um, so just kind of was like, all right, you know, four to five years, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. Uh, it, it's that's like the the hardest part in terms of the the season of building is the, those first four to five years. So um, so four years doing Shamblank.net, and, and I feel like we're 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 getting somewhere strong. And and first off, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, like a huge just thank you to to the members of the site. I've already done you know yesterday's Shauna Day episode was was all about this, and and I published something earlier on my site this week just to kind of say thank you. Um, but I just can't say it enough, and I just want to say it in every, you know, every channel possible. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. The, the those of you that show up to the site that read it, those of you that are subscribing members that that get the Sean today shows, and you, that you support the work that I'm doing. Uh, I'm just absolutely so grateful, and there's no way I'd be able to do uh, what I'm doing without your support. So. Um, I appreciate that uh, a million times. I'm so thankful, and I'm, I hope that I've been able to provide a little bit of value back to you. I've been able to, um, you know, encourage you or entertain you or teach you um, in in some regard, uh, at least a little bit. Uh, and 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 I think I have, and and I hope that I have. And, and so I just want to say thank you. So I want to talk about this idea of dancing with your fear. And over the last four years, like I said, I've launched a few products, and uh, I'm, there's there's three I want to share about specifically. And the 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 first one is when I actually quit my job and took Chamblanc.net full time. And the the scenario surrounding that was, um, uh, you know, just to peel the curtain back a little bit and and share a little bit about just kind of my family life. My wife and I had been married for um, let's see, this was in 2011, so we've been married for six years, uh, just about to be six years. And in, in the end of 2010, uh, we were pregnant with our first child and we ended up miscarrying uh, our first kid. And uh, it just, that, that scenario, the, the getting pregnant with, with uh, you know, our first kid and then, and then losing the baby was such an intense season for the two of us. And it was, uh, it was difficult. It was beautiful. All these things. It was just a, a swirl of emotion and, um, and, you know, it was it was a really special time. Now that we look back on it, um, you know, it was uh, a wonderful time, challenging time, difficult, but also really beautiful. And it was like life just slowed down so much, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I, you know, I was, I'm, I'm going to be a dad. You know, I'm I'm not going to be dad right now, obviously anymore, but I, I still will be again. I know that I will be again, uh, and and we're going to have kids. And I just, it was like, I don't want to be." Um, the kind of dad that plays it safe. I want to. I want to set an example for my kids, and so that was sort of the season surrounding my choice to to quit my job. I've been the creative director for uh, a large ministry here in Kansas City for for several years. You know, running a multi million dollar budget. Um, I was leading a design team. We had seventeen. Uh, an in-house, you know, design, editing, the development. We did the print, the web, the writing, all of it. We did everything that was creative uh, at all. It was all run by this in-house design team. We managed uh, about fifty uh, internal departments, uh, internal customers, and then we had uh, about two dozen uh, kind of external-facing brands that we had, you know, managed. Like we did all of that, and it was this 
this huge challenge, a lot of fun, and I was loving it. Um, but I also had this blog on the side, I had SeanBlanc.net on the side, and I was doing a lot of writing about marketing, design, productivity, uh, the apps I was using, and, and sort of this was my way of sort of synthesizing information. You know, they say that the best way to learn something is to teach it, right? So here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this marketing department. I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't have a degree in marketing. I didn't, I didn't have history. I was uh, like a, a dorky print designer uh, before I, I took over as the, the marketing director and the creative director. And so um, I'm learning all this stuff about how do you do marketing? How do you lead an in-house design team? All this stuff, I'm learning it. And then I'm writing about it as kind of my, my process for trying to absorb the information as much as I can, synthesize it, and then use it in my day-to-day uh, job. And I was loving that, but it was very demanding, a lot of time spent. And once I realized, like, you know what, we're going to have a family, we're going to have kids, I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to to make a change to the hours I was putting in. And I also was like, I'm really enjoying this blogging thing. I'm really enjoying writing. Uh, and and I wonder if I could turn that into a living. And so that was sort of the 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 season that surrounded that choice was, you know, life slowed down enough through the, the tragedy and the, the joys of getting pregnant and, and, and miscarrying the baby. That that was enough to kind of shock me out of the, like where I was, like the, the path I was taking and just kind of the routine I was in. Start thinking about things a little bit differently and decide, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to try to take this blog full time. And so the, the, that was in you know December January timeframe January 2011, and literally like five weeks later, I, I announced, "Hey, I'm I'm quitting my job. I'm going to take my website full time," and so it was like this really quick decision. Um, and so it's kind of funny. Like I look back on it now, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that was actually kind of brilliant of me to to not think about it too much, but just to go for it. But I was also so afraid. And one of the biggest things I was afraid of was uh, well, two things. One, I was afraid that people would just think I'm completely uh, ludicrous for asking for money to to support me to to be a writer, and the other thing was that like no one's going to sign up. I was just like convinced that I wouldn't get anyone to sign up, and so I thought the worst case scenario would be that uh, you know a few people sign up. I knew maybe one hundred or maybe two hundred people would sign up, um, which is you know all right, but I was going to charge two bucks a month, and so that's like you know I mean two hundred to four hundred dollars a month is not. Uh, you, you can't you can't raise a family on that. You can't do much on that. So uh, I I was like I hope you know hopefully we'll get more than that. Uh, my friend Sean Spurdy convinced me to actually charge three dollars a month, which I thought was just such an astronomical price. I couldn't believe the audacity of charging three dollars a month. And now I look back, I'm like that's you know that's nothing. And and right now it's four bucks a month. That's nothing. Four dollars a month. I I need to raise it. I should raise it to nine. I think it I think it'd be worth it. Nine bucks a month. I, I think I might do that. So if you haven't signed up for membership, you might want to before I uh, quadruple the price. Whatever. That's I'm not here to sell the membership. So uh, I remember just how afraid I was of of the audacity to, to ask people to give me money. Uh, I'd never done that before in terms of a professional setting. Now, in in some ways, I had because my wife and I, you know, we, we volunteered at this church and our salary was actually a support raising salary. So like a missionary, if someone was going to go uh, overseas or go on a missions trip or what what they may do, um, that's how we raised our finances. So we, we had a, a, a bunch of people uh, from all around the country that supported us on a monthly basis uh, to, to do what we did with the church. And then that way we didn't, we didn't have a salary through the church. We raised our money that way. And so it was a, a somewhat similar scenario, but this was different. I was like, now I'm entering into like the professional world and, and you know, the rules are different here. But actually, 
they're not different. They just in my head, they were different. Um, so I remember feeling really afraid, the audacity to ask people for money. And then what if no one shows up? What if no one cares? What if no one signs up for the membership? Um, and so I launched it. It was, uh, you know, early February. I announced, Hey, I'm quitting my job. I think actually, I think it was towards the end of February that I announced it. And then all through March was, I did this membership drive. I had a bunch of people, um, that I was friends with that made apps and some of these folks and they pitched in and gave, you know, free copies and free licenses of their apps. And so we did this membership drive and ended up getting a whole bunch of people signing up right away. I was like, oh my gosh, it's actually going to work. This is going to happen. But my thought was that the membership would kind of spike early on and then just slowly trickle away and people would lose interest. But I was like, well, you know, by the time I've been able to write the website full time and and give my full time energy to it, by the time uh, I've gotten two or three months under my belt where I'm putting 40 hours a week into the writing and publishing on a regular basis, then the the traffic for the website will grow, the reach will grow, and I'll be able to charge more for advertising. And then eventually, advertising will become my primary source of income. That was my that was my thought. That's kind of what I was expecting. And uh, here we are, four years later, and uh, the membership is thriving. It's it's grown uh, quite a bit since then. It continues to be one of the the, the biggest, most consistent uh, sources of income for me to keep doing what I'm doing. And curiously, here we are four years later, and now it's advertising that is kind of on the rocks, which brings me to to, to my next point of going, all right, you know what? I want to begin to shift the revenue model. I'm not I'm not anti-sponsorship by any means. I'm, I'm, I've worked with some amazing sponsors over the years, and I have a lot of really good relationships with some of these guys. A lot of them are my friends uh, in real life, and uh, I, I, I love that. Um, but I'm also looking at the trend for the industry, and I'm going, okay, you know, I'm I'm kind of caught in the middle. I'm just big enough that I can't charge five bucks a month for a sponsorship, but I'm just small enough that the super big guys aren't aren't necessarily interested in my site, and so I'm kind of in the middle, and uh, and things kind of go up and down when you're in the middle, and so I'm, I'm looking at the the industry, going, you know what, I want to shift towards uh, instead of instead of spending my time uh, trying to do ad sales because I can I, I can spend 10 to 15 20 hours a week uh, booking out sponsorships I'm like or I could take that 10 to 20 hours a week and I could focus it on creating products and and selling directly to my audience and for me that that second version is far more interesting and so that's where I'm, I'm, I'm looking to basically uh, you know change the business model, the foundational business model, um, from from the advertising aspect to a, a product-centric aspect of creating stuff that people are interested in. And this is actually going to go for all of our sites. For uh, for what I'm doing with Net, as well as over on the Suite Setup, we're actually going to start getting into ebook publishing. And we're working on uh, an ebook right now for the day one journaling app. This book is going to be incredible. It's like literally like, uh, as far as I can tell, it's like the most comprehensive, um, thorough, uh, amazing, uh, you know, handbook slash guide to using day one. I'm really excited about it. Um, and you were still several weeks out from having it published and, and we'll see where that goes, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. So, so I, the, the next product that I ended up doing, so I've got, you know, the launch of the membership in 2011, um, and then it was in the, uh, the the fall of 2013, so about two and a half years later, uh, I wrote this book called Delighted in the Details. And you may know the story, like it started, it was this uh, five-part mini-series on Sean Blanc, uh, on the, the Sean Today Show, 
that I really enjoyed doing. I was like, hey, I'm going to turn this into a, a book. And then I, actually what I was going to do is just going to kind of polish the five-part podcast and turn it into like a mini series and then release that. And then as I'm writing the scripts for these shows, like they turned into chapters of a book instead. And then the whole thing just kind of built into a book. And then I brought on asked some other people to do some interviews and we talked and it turned into this whole huge project um, that I'm super, super proud of. And, uh, and this kind of touches on a point I'm going to get to in a minute, but a lot of times when you're starting on an, on an idea, you step back for a minute once you've kind of begun and you look at it and you go, okay, what does this idea want to do? What does this one idea want to be? And it's amazing how once you get, you get started on something, you, the, the clarity arises for what actually it is that you're building. And so I, I started with in my head was just this, this basic, simple idea. So you do a five-part podcast miniseries and sell it for like ninety-nine cents was my initial idea, but then I was like, oh no, this could be this could be a whole book, and it could be an audio book. As as long as I'm going to record these chapters as things, I might as well just do it as an audio book, and I might as well have some of my friends come on the show, and I could do like these these interviews to talk about sweating the details and all this stuff, and it turned into something really awesome, and and so it launched in uh, I believe it was August of two thousand and thirteen, and I charged. A whopping, like I was so, so, so crazy, right? I was out of my mind and I charged $29 for this book and this interview series, right? I mean, like, give me like $29. But I remember the day, I remember the launch day so specifically. I woke up and I was just sick. I was just sick to my stomach. Everything was ready. You know, I, the book was was ready. I had it on Gumroad. And, uh, you know, I had like 600 people on an email list that were interested in buying the book. I kind of been blogging about it. Um, I, I you know, like people had read it. I had some good, the, those who had read it early liked it. My wife helped me, uh, you know, proofread it. Um, like the interviews were solid. 29 bucks, honestly, not that much money. But to me, it was so audacious because the most I'd ever asked anybody was for $3 a month to, to, to give me three bucks a month to be a member. I just remember thinking like I was just, I felt like such a fraud. I felt like such a hypocrite that I would have the audacity to charge so much money for something. When you look out there and you, you look at the the landscape of people on the internet and you say, well, here's someone else's book and they're charging $12 for it. This guy's giving that stuff away for free. Or this person is doing a podcast. They don't have any ads at all and they're doing the podcast for free. Who am I to charge $29. You know, I just felt so, um, I just felt like such a fraud that I would ask people for money that, you know, that whatever. And, uh, I remember just, you know, that morning, just kind of feeling sick to my stomach before even the launch went out. And, uh, you know, actually I, I wrote quite a bit about this, like some of the things that I learned from launching the book and, uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes and I should probably, uh, make a note here, link to post. You still with me? All right. I just remember feeling so sick to my stomach, but saying, you know what, Sean? You're, stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Don't freak out. Don't, basically like choosing not to give in to my emotions, but to, to stick with the original plan that I had made uh, when I was feeling excited and feeling bold and feeling, you know, like I can do this. Yes. You know, when I was in that good, like clear thinking, motivated, bold state, you know, the, the choices I made, I was going to stick with those choices. And, uh, and so I launched and the, it went, it went really, really well. The launch went so great. And then I, I made an update to the book, uh, about 10 months later, added a couple new interviews, added a couple more chapters, um, relaunched it again, kind of as like a version 2.0. 
and the the second launch went even better than the first launch. I couldn't believe it. And you know, it, and I char- I raised the price. I raised it from twenty nine dollars to thirty nine dollars. I I like literally like I was charging more for the book, and I sold more copies. And and in that second launch, within the first thirty six hours, I ended up selling. Uh, as as many copies of the book as I had previously sold for the entire year uh, of the version one of the book, and you know here I had thought like everyone that was interested in it had already bought it, and the only reason I was really updating it was for my own reasons. Like as I had sat on that book for a year and thought about it and kind of had the the opportunity for its its topics um, to kind of you know, muse or whatever. And they kind of just simmered for a little bit. And I, I thought about it a little bit longer. And I was like, you know what, there's a little bit more that I that I need to do for this book to make it what I feel is finally finished. It needed a version 2.0 to, to be done in my mind in terms of just the, the completeness of the, the, the whole idea from, you know, fleshing it out, why this stuff is important, why sweating the details is important. And then like there was this final chapter on basically like how to stay creative where, where I go into uh, t- discussing like just the emotional, uh, you know, like the whole health of, of the creative designer, the creative entrepreneur, um, and, and all the good things that help support creativity and all the things that kind of just can rip it out of us and, and kind of discuss that and, and how to stay creative basically. And I was like, this is it. This was what this book needed was this last chapter. And I was able to add a few more interviews with some really great guys. And uh, and I was like, yes, this is it. So I made that 2.0 update uh, basically for myself. But I was like, you know what? Okay, last time I launched this, I remember being so afraid that that I was I was being audacious. I was I was being out of my mind. I was being you know hypocritical, whatever it was. And I was like, I'm going to fight those fears by going even more in the opposite direction. The things that my fear wanted me to do, which was, you know, give the book away for free or not charge for or don't even do it or, you know, don't be so honest with it or don't go, don't go into the emotional stuff. Don't talk about the, don't talk about the heart stuff. Don't talk about feelings. Don't talk about struggles or challenges. Only talk about the practical. Only give me, give me tips for how to do illustrator better, right? Like, like those were the things that like my the the fear in my head was telling me to do and i said you know what screw that i'm going in the opposite direction and so i raised the price i talked even more about like emotions and feelings right and and that's what I, I i focused even more on that i raised the price and then here's what else i did i i had this in my head i had this idea of like here's how i want to market something i'm going to tweet about it one time and that's it i'm going to blog one blog post Hello world, I made something, here it is. That's it, right? So like that was my approach to the marketing in my head. Like that's ideal marketing is like a very, you know, just a a simple understated announcement one time and then let everyone else figure it out from there. And I think in an in an ideal world that would be awesome, but in reality that doesn't work. You can't market something that way. Um and so what I did was I hustled like so much on the marketing and I built the email list even more. Um, I built a better landing page for the the book. I started like promoting it ahead of time, announcing it, talking about it. And then on the launch day, like I had a bunch of my friends help me tweet about it. I was sending direct messages to people. Hey, I launched this thing. You got to check it out, check it out, check it out. And the launch just went amazing. So I, I just did all the things that, that my fear mongering brain, whatever, told me not to do. I went in the exact opposite direction. 
and and it went well. It actually worked. I, I couldn't believe it. And so, so here I am with uh, this. Brings us to the third thing that I want to talk about in terms of dancing with your fear, and and, and it's something I'm right in the middle of. And it's this book I'm writing. It's called The Power of Focus Life, um, but it's actually now become more than that. And it's 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 this entire. Uh, it's a course. It's an online course, and it's called the Focus Course. And I wanted to talk about it on today's show because I, I'm like right in the middle of the the hard part of it's it's like almost done. When you hit that eighty percent, like it's mostly there, but it's like you're you're still have all the little details to put into place. That is like one of the hardest parts of of a project. Um, I think just you know the the practical. It's practically difficult. It's time consuming. It's technically difficult, but also it's emotionally difficult because. At some point, you kind of just get sick of it. For there's this period of time where you're just like, I I hate this thing. I'm 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 sick of this thing, and you push through that, and then you fall back in love with it. Um, and 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 I know like I I'm coming. I'm just coming through that. Going okay, yes, like okay, here we go. This is going to be great. I'm excited about it. But I wanted to to talk about it on today's show because as, as I'm in the middle of it. Like, it's like that's where everything's fresh, and I feel like that's where the the challenges are are right in front of me. They're real right now. I'm I'm dealing with them on a daily basis today, you know, yesterday, tomorrow, and then also. I'm, so I'm, I want to share it to, for you guys, uh, hopefully to be encouraging, to be helpful, but also I'm like I need to document this for my own sake because I'm still I'm I'm just 33 years old. I'm going to go through this 20 more times in the next 20 years, probably. Who knows? And and I never necessarily goes away. The, the fear, the challenges, all that stuff, they don't necessarily ever go away. Um, you hopefully just learn how to push through, right? So here we are, the the focus course. I'm building this thing. And a few things that I've, I've now learned, you know, I've launched the membership. I did Delight is in the Details. I did Delight is in the Details 2.0. Now I'm doing the focus course. When it comes to to building something, to launching it, to putting your work out there, the fear never goes away. I always thought that the fear was like proof that I'm an amateur. I hadn't done this enough, you know, whatever. It's like I've done I've been doing this for 4 years now. Like my full-time income comes from people just like you supporting my work, visiting my sites, reading the the work that we put out there. And yet I still feel afraid, right? So the fear never goes away. You just learn that you know what? At least for me, the fear is like a signpost. That's like a like hey, you know what? Are you afraid? Are you freaked out? Are you like, holy crap, this seriously might blow up in my face? If that's how you feel, then chances are you're doing something of value. And and it's then you've got to, of course, you gotta make the choice. Like, am I gonna do do what I love? Am I gonna do this because it's a labor of love and hopefully I can make enough money that I can continue to do it? Like that's the conundrum, right? Is the it's the Walt Disney paradox of like, yeah, I wanna make movies so so that because I love them, but I also got to make money because I want to make more movies. You know the quote, right? We make money, we make movies not to make money. We make money so we can make more movies, and that is like the creative paradox of yeah, I really want to just do this. I want to I want to sink sink my teeth into something of value that's amazing, but I got to make a couple bucks so that I can keep doing it. And so that's that's the challenge. And and I think that when you feel the fear, you're you're freaked out then okay you're on the right track you are going to be that's that's where you know you're creating something of value then then the question goes okay well how can i sell enough of these to 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 be able to make uh, a living that i can continue to do it so uh here's here's a couple things 
is, uh, first of all, I, I've kind of learned, uh, this is some advice I got from a friend of mine, Chase Reeves, that is so great. And he's the, the way he put it, the way he phrased it was so well. He was like, you've got to listen to what your idea wants to be. Like you start with this idea, you start building it, you start creating it, and then you got to take it, you, you pause, you step back and you go, okay, this thing is beginning to like live and breathe on its own. It's, it's beginning to have a life of its own. What does it want to be? Who is this thing? Like, what is this? What is this idea? Who, you know, who, who is he? Who is she? Um, and that, and that's what happened with uh, the power focus life for me. Is this started? I started working on it like a year ago. Uh, it's a it's a little teaching. It's like a seminar that I used to give. I used to travel, uh, you know, doing these conferences when I was working with the, the ministry, and we do these conferences. And um, I would teach this this. It was a seminar called the Power of Focus Life, and I would teach and kind of talk a lot about uh, you know vision for your life, action plans, goals, uh, lifestyle practices, and daily habits, routines, and things like that. And I, I literally have taught this around the country for like a decade. Um, and I used to teach it to my staff. We would go through it like once a year. Um, and my wife and I have a kind of a, a thing where we do this uh, about once a year as well as a family. And so I started actually writing the book. I was like, this needs to be a book. And so I started writing the book a year ago. And then in January, I was looking at it and I was like, "This the book is not enough. This, it needs... I was like, it's not right. Something's something's missing here. There's The, the book is not enough. And, um, and so I had this original idea, you know, have you ever, maybe, have you ever been in the situation? You're like, bing, light bulb. I just had a great idea. And then you start looking around the internet. You're like, oh, everyone and their dog has also had this exact same idea. That kind of sucks. If, if that's ever happened to you, you're like, oh man, like, dang it. So, uh, so that happened to me with the focus course. And, uh, but I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I had the idea. So what if everyone else has had the idea? This is still, this is it. So, so I was like, this here's here's the issue. I'm I'm going. Here's what I need to do. I've got this book, The Power of Focus Life. This is awesome. The stuff in here is so good. It's so great. Everyone's gonna read it and be like, Yay! I'm gonna put it on the bookshelf. Go back to what I was doing. I'm like, that's that's missing the point. And I I know that people would do that because that's what I do. I've got all these books that I read. I've like you know I mean whatever. So many stinking books on my bookshelf right now um, about you know how to be motivated and how to change your habits and how to do your best creative work and how to build a business and how to be an amazing dad and all these things right and and all I, I'm just going through them I'm reading them I'm highlighting them I'm loving it this is so great and I read the book and I close it and I put it on my bookshelf and then I turn on Netflix I'm like what are you doing Sean like and it's it's just going like these books are so great, but they're not changing my life. And and there's I know that there's stuff in those books beyond the ideas, but it's like all the action is surrounded by the theory. And I was like, I need I need theory that's surrounded by action. I need it to be the other way around. Tell me what to do. Give me one thing to do that's gonna that's gonna help me change my life and let me see what that progress looks like and help me like coach me guide me right like that's what I that's what I realized I needed and I was like that's what the power of focus life needs that what my, that's what my book needs I, it needs a coach and I was like I'm gonna make a course I'm gonna build the focus course so that was like the whole like ba-ding, like that was a light bulb moment for me so that's what I'm in the middle of now I'm building this focus course and uh, and it's like 
so much more clear. Like as I was working on it, as I, I was building the book and writing it, like all this clarity came. So I'm, I'm literally like, we're doing the focus course right now. I've got a pilot group, got 88 folks that are doing it from all, literally all around the world. Um, I got high school students, we got college professors, um, high school principals, we've got stay at home moms, stay at home dads, uh, working moms, working dads, working single people, working pe- regular people, um, just like this whole uh, slew of, of, of folks from all around the world. And when we're going through it together right now, they're, they're helping me build this pilot version. And the feedback has been super great, right? But now I've got all these other challenges. I'm going, okay, I got to launch this thing. I got to sell this thing. And, and it's like, boom, I'm hitting those exact same fears, those exact same challenges, the exact same issues that I had with uh, the Shauna Day stuff, the membership stuff. When I did Delight is in the details, like when I've launched these things, it's like you're still in the, the, the face of like, oh my gosh, this might not work. People could think I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. People are going to hate me. People are going to think I'm a hypocrite. People are going to like be angry. Like... Isn't it ironic that you can make something and just put it out there and offer it? You're not forcing anyone to buy it. You're not forcing anyone to do it. You're not, you're just saying, here, I made this. And you just put it out there. And someone would say, like, that someone would hate you for that. That someone would literally be like, you are a horrible person for causing me to even consider buying this product that you've made. Like, who's like, what is it going on inside of the type of a person that they would have to say that? I don't even know where I don't even want to talk about it. So, um, sorry, we, we got, we got kids running around upstairs. So here's some of the challenges that I've got, uh, with, with the, the focus course right now that I'm, I'm going, how am I going to, how am I going to solve these problems? It really might not work if I can't solve these problems. Uh, one of them is the elevator pitch. And if, if you at all, follow with uh you know the productivity stuff the 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 life hack stuff all that 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 stuff right like the word productivity has so much baggage attached to it already people are just like you know uh productivity like you know rolling their eyes you know and and there's there's this issue where i'm going how do i communicate that this this book this course is is about what i call meaningful productivity, where I'm trying to distinguish between skin deep surface level productivity and then actual meaningful productivity. It's it's the difference between, um, you know, showing up and spinning your wheels and doing something and busy work versus meaningful work and actually creating value and actually making progress. And it's all based on like the foundation and, and you can, you got to build this foundation on, you know, what is your vision? What is your purpose? And then what are your values? What are your priorities? And then out of that, you know, what's your mission? Out of that flows actual meaningful productivity. And and productivity is the right word because, you know, I mean, this is this is what we're doing. We want to be productive. We want to uh, I want to have a productive marriage. I want to have a productive family. I want to have a productive business. Like I want the the work that I do to matter. I want to focus on the the most important things uh, for my own personal spiritual life, for my my physical body. I want to be healthy. I want to be in shape so that I can do this for years to come. Um, I want I want to have a great relationship with my kids, with my wife, with the, my team, uh, for all the Blanc Media guys that that working with me. Uh, you know, I want to serve them. I want to help them. I want to empower them. I want to make enough money to to pay them, to put food on my table, to pay my bills, put my kids through college. Right? Like to me, like that's productivity, right? Like doing meaningful work, having healthy relationships, right? 
But so many people think of productivity as to-do list apps, GTD, calendar apps, stuff being shoved down your throat. This one weird trick that seven seconds per day will make you nine times more productive without even thinking about it. Like, no, there is no such thing as microwave productivity, right? So how do I communicate this in a way that's not eye-rolling, that's not, that, that doesn't bring the baggage that so many people carry when they hear the term you know, productivity, right? Like, how do I communicate that the focus course will literally change your life. I got an email last night from one of the people that 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 is doing it. And uh, you know, I I, I just not sorry, I, I got I gotta share it with you now. You get to hear the clicky keyboard. Not everyone gets to hear the clicky keyboard. And here's 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 uh here's a quote from one of the, the, the members doing the focus course right now. He said, I just wanted to to add how much I'm enjoying the course. It really is something I look forward to every day and it is starting to have what I feel is a profound impact on all aspects of my life. Thank you. That's from a guy named Tom who's doing the course. Like, that's amazing, right? So I'm, I'm going, okay, this, this, this course is good. I got something good, okay? How do I communicate that on a squeeze page? How do you communicate that, right? So this is the challenge. This is the issue that you face when you're trying to build something. How do you communicate it, right? So there's this. And then, and then the, the pricing conundrum. Here, here's, here's the thing that I have always, uh, always struggled with is how much do I charge for it? So my initial plan was I was going to charge uh, $59. You know, that's, that's a little bit more than Delighted's in the details. And I figured, well, I don't have all the interviews, so I'm going to charge 59 bucks. And then I was like, oh, I always underprice myself. I always undersell. I'm going to do $79. So that was, I was like, okay. Here we go, seventy nine bucks. I was like, you know, I'm just walking you through. I, I probably shouldn't even be telling you all these numbers, but this is. I'm just. I just want to be real with you guys because you know, if you're listening to this show, you're probably someone who wants to make something. You want to build stuff. You want to ship it. I'm just going to be honest. Here's what I was thinking. I was going to charge a like audacious amount of seventy nine dollars. So I'm talking to my mom about it. My folks came out to visit the kids, and 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 they're we're hanging out, and so I'm telling them about the course and and how things are doing. And my mom goes, I think you should charge $500. Mom? Like, what? <laughs> like, like that's she just out of nowhere. She, you know what? I think you should charge $500 for it. I think you should charge you know, $4.99. And so I'm talking to another friend of mine about it. And uh, just just out of the out of the blue, he goes, he goes, you should be charging $500 for this. It should not be $79. You should be charging $500. And I was like, what in, what in the world? So, so I've decided, you know what? Okay, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want to do 500 because you got to draw the line of like, okay, who's, who, who is this for? And I'm going, you know what? Who it's for is it's for the high school student, right? It's for the college student. It's for the, the teacher. It's for the mom and the dad. It's for the, the CEO. And it's like, okay, well, well, crap. I have something that's for everyone. Okay, that's okay. Well, that's a that's a conundrum in and of itself, um, and it's it's technically not for everyone. Like I've I've the 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 two big pillars for the focus course are, you know, actual like you know work life balance in terms of of a healthy uh, you know healthy work focus that so you're you're doing meaningful work you're doing uh, you're working on the most important stuff you're making progress on meaningful work you're building something of value. Um, but also, you know, you have healthy relationships. Uh, you're you're healthy physically. You're healthy spiritually. Uh, you're you're thinking about finances, all that stuff. So it's this, you know, this whole of life kind of approach. But then with a kind of a narrow it in of going, okay, 
Let's do our most meaningful work. How can all these things come together to do the work that is most important for us, that we can create something of value, that we can do meaningful work on a regular basis? So that's kind of the that's kind of the narrowing in as the focus course comes to a close. The last module is all about meaning, um, you know, and talk. We we talk a lot about you know counterfeit rest and things like that. So. So I'm going, okay, this, this has to be a price that, that the target audience can afford. But yeah, at the same time, like, I'm like, it needs to have the, the, the value of the course, like what it will do for you and, and, and to you, it needs to be reflected in the price that, that you take it seriously. And, and so I'm going, you know what? All right. I need to charge 250 bucks. Like that's, that's, that's what I need to do. I don't feel comfortable charging 500 bucks. And I think that that, that that's a little too high for for the 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 area that I want to reach, but I'm also going. You know what? This is this is more than just a a cool PDF that I whipped together from a couple of blog posts, and then uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm overcharging for. So for me, like seventy nine bucks is communicates the wrong thing as well. I'm like, you know what? Two fifty is a good a good thing, and you know what? It's going to be amazing. Like it's this. 40 days that, that walks you through step by step by step with action items and and this uh, philosophy behind them. And it's 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 action, it's theory surrounded by action. And so there's all the why that of, you know, why this is important, why this is meaningful, why you want to do this, how this can change your life. If you take this, you know, here's a sample. We're going to try this and do this for a day and we're going to do this for a week and we're going to work on this. And guess what? Now that you've kind of tasted and seen, if you like what you saw, it's super easy. Now you can, you can implement it, right? So it's like actual action and, and, and it's the, the theory, you know, all the why, but it's surrounded by the action and it's, it's incredible. Like I'm, I'm really, really, um, so proud of what it's, it's become and the people that are going through it, right? Like they're saying they're, they're, they're being impacted by it. Um, and, and so I'm like the, the, the price needs to reflect that sort of value, that sort of that quality. But I'm like, how, how do you communicate that? Am I going to sell enough? Am I am I only going to sell like 10 of these? You know, if I sell 10 copies of the focus course, that would suck because A, it means only 10 people did it. Um yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, you you don't want to you don't want to uh, you don't want to disregard that. You don't want to say, "Oh, only 10 people did it." You know, if if one person does it and if the one person's life has changed, then it's like, "Okay, that that can be a success." But at the same time, I'm I'm pouring in, you know, literally uh a year of my time has, this has been, you know, one of my chief, uh, focuses is building this course and this book for over a year. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get a year's worth of income back out of it. Cause I, I poured it in for a year. I need to, I need to get some of that money back. I'm, I've, I've stopped doing advertising sales, um, and I'm, I'm working on this book. And so that there needs to be some sort of return there or I'm in trouble. Right. So, uh, so you've definitely got the hope that, okay, it's got to sell that hopefully people are going to be interested. Hopefully, hopefully people will buy it. Um, you know, so it's just this balance, it's this dance and, and I don't have the answers right now. How am I going to do this? Am I, am I on the right track? Am I going to market it? Well, how do I pitch it? Are people going to be interested, right? Like who knows? And, and I share this with you because I'm right in the middle of it and I'm going, I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's going to do well. Maybe ten people will get it. Maybe fifty. Maybe a hundred. But even if a hundred people get it, like then I'm going to break even, barely, barely going to break even on 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 just my literal actual investment into the thing itself. Because um, I'm having the website is being professionally designed. It costs a lot to host this stuff. You got to buy some of these certain plugins for WordPress and things like that. The Mailchimp stuff alone is uh, Mailchimp's not cheap. 
And then um, I'm doing, there's going to be a bunch of videos that go along with the course. I'm having like professional videographer, we're working in a studio, professional audio, video, post-production, like working with people. Like I'm investing um, some like literally several thousand dollars, um, you know, almost $10,000 into to building this thing. And so I need to like sell at least a couple to get at least to break even, let alone hopefully re- return my time investment. Um, and then all the opportunity costs that I gave up uh, for not doing, you know, sponsorship. I'm not, I'm not out there trying to hunt down sponsorships. I'm only basically uh, do, selling spots that people come to me. And so it's this, this conundrum, this challenge, but I'm going, you know what? I really believe in this product. I'm excited about it. I, I, I look at it and I just feel so proud of what it is. And I'm, 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 I'm like, it's, this is it. Like I'm doing something of value and it's like, I'm, I'm taking my own advice. I'm, I'm taking my own medicine. I'm taking the literal things that are in the focus course. And I'm using those, the, the, the advice and the, the scheduling practices that I, I recommend and the, the, the intentionality of focusing on just your most important task each day and, and setting aside hours each day to work on that. And, you know, taking breaks and spending time with your family and, and staying healthy and not burning the midnight oil uh, all the time for, for months and months and years and years on end and going, this is what you've got to do if you want to do meaningful work. And so I'm like, okay, Sean, well, then do it. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then I look and I'm like, it's working. I'm actually making something that's super great. But still there's like the fear. There's this, the, the like, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? And so... Like if you make something, if you're in, if you're someone who makes something, you put stuff out there. You're you're building a, a network, or you're you're building uh, a new site, or you're writing a book, or you're building a podcast, or you're designing, or you're trying to build your freelance career. Whatever it is, where you're trying to do your best creative work, and you're trying to put it out there, and you just you're like, yes, the Walt Disney conundrum is my conundrum. I want to. Uh, I'm not in it for the money. But I kind of got to be in it for the money so I can stay in it. Like, you know what? You're in the middle of it too. You feel the fear, the, the freaking out. It might not work. You know what? It might not work. Like, seriously, it just might not. But you know what? Like, you got to stick with it. We got to stick with it because when you're wondering if it might not work, that's when you're going, I think I'm actually doing something of value. I'm actually building something of quality. And so here's here's my last, we're going to wrap up the show here. Um some of my last thoughts in terms of like, how am I personally overcoming these fears? I'm, I'm a little freaked out. I'm a little nervous. How am I, how am I overcoming them? Somewhat, in some ways, I'm not. I'm just going, you know what? I don't know. It, this might not work and, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but one thing I'm doing is showing up every day, doing the work regardless of how I feel about it. I get sad sometimes, you know, yeah, like I, I look at it and go, oh my gosh. You know, last week I just hit a wall. I was like, this... This course, I don't know if anyone's going to be interested in it. I, I don't know if anyone's going to buy it. There, you know, is two hundred fifty dollars outrageous? Are they going to see sticker shock? Are they going to think I'm out of my mind? You know, you guys, you're listening to this show. You go, eh, you know, Sean, you're nice, you're great, and all, but give me a break. Sorry, not going to do it. Like I just don't know. I just don't know. And so I, I can just say, you know what? I'm. I could either just give it up, or I could say I'm going to push through. I'm going to keep showing up every day. I'm going to keep doing meaningful work regardless of how I feel about it. I'm going to stick to the plan. And that's what I'm going to do. That's 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 the choice that I've made. I'm, I'm going to keep showing up every day. I'm going to keep reminding myself of my goals 
And what's, what's my goal for the course? What's my motivation for doing this? Why am I doing this? You know what? It's because I think that people's lives could be changed. I really think that they could. And I think that the, this, like all of it, it's clicking. It makes sense. There's clarity. There's life on it. This idea has a pulse. And I, I need to like I need to be faithful to it. I need to be faithful to this idea. I need to see it through to the end and 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 let it go out there into the world and let it exist. And and you know what? Let's hope that the rest of it takes care of itself. Um, some other ways that I'm pushing through my fears is uh, is through accountability with friends and family. I've got people, you know, I'm I'm being honest, even right here. This is this is, you know, in a way, I'm I'm sharing this with you guys, I'm being honest with you. In, in a way, I'm, I want to encourage you, but also it's me staying accountable, staying honest with uh, you know with my audience and my readership and the listenership of going, hey, you know what? I'm here. I'm committed to to building stuff for you guys, right? Like that is you know I talked about that at the beginning of this show of going, you know what? I want to switch over uh, from focusing on on sponsorship sales as one of the the big income streams for uh, my business to product sales. Uh, as you know, the the primary one of the big primary income streams for the business, and and you know what? Who am I going to sell to? You. You're listening to the show. You're you're part of my audience. I'm I'm hoping that I'm making something that you're going to want. And so there, I want to be accountable. I want to be honest. And so in a way, I'm I'm sharing right now with you, being honest with what's going on, what we're building, what I'm working on, and that helps keep me accountable to to keep building it, to talk about it, to commit to it, and then. Uh, Another one, right, is just admitting the fear. You know, when you admit it, it's almost like, oh, it's actually not so bad, right? You know what? It's 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 not the end of the world. It's it's kind of just in my head, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's in my head. It still feels real, but when you admit it and you start sharing people and you sharing with others about it, uh, there it kind of, oh, you know what, like. No one's gonna die. I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm not gonna go to jail. I'm not gonna go bankrupt or anything like that. You know. The worst case scenario. The absolute worst case scenario is that I would be out a few thousand dollars in my pocket, um, and I would have spent a year building something that I'm proud of. You know. That's the worst case scenario, right? Like if no one buys it, like. And then you know. I, I guess you could add on another worst case scenario is that people might make fun of me on Twitter. Like really? Like there? I mean, there are so many worst. Uh, scenarios in the world right now than than my dorky little uh, online productivity course. So so one you know admitting the fears when you admit it it, it becomes less real it, it gets less of a hold on you and then trusting the feedback of others and I, and I think that um, you know in some ways you got to just listen to your own gut you got to say what do I genuinely feel about this am I excited about it yeah I am okay you know what did I am I doing my best yeah okay there you go. And, and, you know, the, the praise and the rejection of man, like they say good stuff, they say bad stuff. And like, we, it's like, I, I can hear 10,000 good things, but as soon as I hear one bad thing, it's like, ah, like the bad thing is the one that sticks with you. Right. And so you, you, you gotta learn to just ignore the haters, um, and, and, and listen to your trusted advisors. If you, you know, if you're getting feedback from people, you know, about, Hey, this could be better. I think you should improve this or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Listen to them. And then listen to the, the people that say, "Hey, you know what? This is really impacting me. This is this is changing my life. I'm I like what you're building. I like this. This is good. I'm wow. I'm impressed. That looks great. That looks so good. This read so well. This this meant something to me. Thank you." Like when you hear those, go, "Okay, I need to trust. Yeah, this really is providing value to people. It's it's making it's making a little bit of a difference. It's making a little bit of a dent." 
So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to trust the positive feedback of other people. So easier said than done. So let's let's wrap it all up. Let's bring it down. Can, can we summarize it into a tweet? I don't know. I, I don't have a, a, a tweet counter in front of me right now. But I, I would say this. It's worth it to build something that you're afraid to build. It's worth it to push through. And that fear that that this might not work, that concern is proof. That's that's the flag. That's the signpost. That's the marker that you are building something of value and to keep pushing through. And you know what? Like you keep showing up every day and you keep trying to make something that's amazing. And it takes time. It takes years, right? Like it takes a long time. I read, I'm reading this book right now. Super great book. Highly recommend it. It's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And uh, I've, I've literally got it right here on my desk. And the, the whole idea of the compound effect is this, is uh, if, if you were to take a penny, right? Let's, let's okay, I'm, I'm sitting here, you and me. Here's, here's two options. Pick one. I will give you $5 million right now, or I will give you a penny today, and, and then we will double it tomorrow and double it the next day, every day for 31 days. And then at the end of the 31 days, you can keep the, you know, you can keep whatever the penny is worth after it's been doubled for 31 days, or you can get $5 million right now. What do you want? And I'll do the math in my head. One penny doubled for 31 days. What's this like 62 cents? I'm going to take the 5 million, right? Well, actually the penny doubled for 31 days comes out to like a little over $10 million, $10 million plus, right? And it's the, that's the idea of the compound effect that a little bit of effort over time consistently equals astronomical results. And that's why when you see people that are super successful people, that are, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, very successful writers or actors or politicians or business owners. So often they feel like frauds, especially business owners, especially creative folks. Um, they often feel like frauds because they're like, I'm just a person. I'm just a guy who showed up and just kind of painted every day. And suddenly people want to buy my paint. Well, that's exactly right. Like you showed up every single day and painted and there was this compound effect. And, but the thing is, is it takes years before the fruit of it begins to be realized. Because with that penny being doubled, you know, two weeks in, even three weeks in, you're only in like the thousands of dollars. And the guy with sitting on his five million, it's like, ha ha ha, sucker, right? But then like the last, it's like those last three days, boom, all of a sudden that penny goes, you know, from like 2 million to 5 million to 10 million, like bam, 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 right? Like it just takes off. And, but it's not till the very, very end. And if you're in that spot, like you're making something, you're putting out there consistently, ah, I've been doing this for a year. I've been doing this for two years. I've been doing this for three years. I've been doing this for four years. I wrote my website for four years before I launched the membership. And even then when I launched it, it was like I had just enough to make it full time. And here we are four years later and I'm like, okay, now I'm almost to the point where it's it's now like a point where I feel like it's okay, it's settling in, it's sustaining, and I don't have to put crazy hours all the time into my sites. There, it's getting to a point where I can sustain supporting other people, sustain supporting uh, the the guys that work for me, and and I can build meaningful products, and I have an audience that I can sell them to, um, and 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 I think they might like them. But it just takes time, and so when it's like you know what you're dealing with the fear, you're afraid, you're freaked out what you're building. That's a signpost. You're making something of value. You're making something worthwhile. You're making something that you're going to be proud of. 
And then guess what? You got to fight through that fear for like two or three or four years before you're going to begin to see the fruit from it. But it's worth it. And guess what? Like it's a law of, you know, it's a law of economics. It's a law. It's just, it's the way it works. Like consistency, it will provide fruit. It will reap something. You will get back what you sow. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of, of like pushing through and persevering. So I guess if I could wrap it all up, that's what I would say. I would say, don't, don't do something you're not afraid to do. If you feel that fear, stick with it and then keep on going. So cheers. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to this extra, extra long episode of the weekly briefly. Uh, I think it was a good one. I, I hopefully, uh, it's encouraging and helpful to you. Um, and check out the focus course when it launches. If you're interested, I, you know, I got a link on, I'll have a link in the show notes. You can go to SeanBlanc.net slash focus is the landing page. It's, uh, it's a lot of text right now because that's, that's, that's kind of how I communicate is in text. Uh, it, it, it could probably be edited down and have some cooler uh, graphics. It definitely could be improved on. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm working on actually building the thing right now. So uh, I'll, I'll fiddle with the landing page more another day. So thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Okay. God bless.